Hello, hello, couples. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy. I am your love coach, Chara Taylor. I'm so thankful that you continue to follow this podcast. I hope that you guys had a phenomenal Thanksgiving with your family and your friends and that everyone remains safe. Can you believe that we're almost out of the year of 2021 and about to head into the year of 2022? I'm excited about it, and I'm excited about what God has done in many marriages in this year. And I'm looking forward to what he's going to do uh, in the upcoming years, and especially this next coming year, 2022, when it comes to marriage. Uh, I want to talk today about uh, awakening love. And talking about awakening love is bringing to my mind, and I'm so excited that we are actually having a marriage retreat in September of 2022 in St. Louis, Missouri, and it is going to be phenomenal. I want to encourage you to go visit our website and check out the information at TeamTaylorMinistries.com on the marriage retreat page. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. And if you're married, we would like to invite you and encourage you to join us. There's other different ways that you can connect with us as well. You can connect with us on social media. We also we have different groups for married couples. We have a group for men. We have a group just for women. And we have a group for couples. So we want to encourage you to find Awaken Love on, uh, on Facebook. And you can find us on Instagram at Hot and Holy Love Coaches. And we're also on uh, Twitter. So you can find us. We want to encourage you to jump in and connect with us. If you're enjoying the podcast. Okay, let's talk about awakening love because that's my whole purpose is to help couples awaken love. You're married now. You're supposed to awaken love. And when this idea for this business and this ministry and this podcast and everything came about, it was brought about when I thought about the um, book in the Bible, the Song of Solomon, where it's this love story where it's talking about these explorations of sex. And but one thing in the in that in that book is they were telling the young women not to awaken love until it's time. And what that said to me was that when the time is right, we're supposed to awaken love and enjoy it. And since we're married, that love is supposed to be awakened. It's supposed to be enjoyed. It's supposed to be phenomenal. We're supposed to enjoy each other and all the explorations that we get the freedoms to have that we couldn't do when we could not awaken love. But since we're married and we can awaken love, first, I want to encourage you to go ahead. If you have not read the book, The Song of Solomon, go ahead and take a read, read it. And I would read it in maybe the New King James Version or the Amplified Version, maybe even the uh, New Living Translation of the of the um, book. But it's amazing. It's an amazing book where it's talking about and you get to read about and witness them through story, witness them exploring each other through love and through sex, which breaks down this myth that we are have to be all stuffy and conservative with sex. No, we get to be free in sex. OK, guys, we, we get to be free and we need to embrace these freedoms. And so, you know, in the last episode that I talked about um, some different restrictions that were set out. In the Bible, for us as believers, there are parameters that we have to stay within. But we also are told that the marriage bed is undefiled for those who are married. We are not judged by what we do in the marriage bed. We cannot bring other people 
in the marriage bed. Nope, you can't have adultery. Threesomes are out. No same gender sex. None of that. You can't do none of those things. That's out, okay? Those are the parameters that are set for us as married couples. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there's so many other freedoms that we get to embrace. Like I said in the last um, podcast episode, we were not restricted on positions. We were not restricted on places. We were not restricted on things that we can add to the um, to our bedroom playtime. We were not restricted in these areas. So why do we struggle so much with it? And it could be because we don't talk about it. It's not talked about as much as it should be. And it's not encouraged. Well, I want to encourage us. I want to encourage you in your marriage to embrace the freedoms, to learn different sex positions. When he said we could not have sex with the animals, he never said we could not have sex like the animals. And I personally believe, I have no proof of this, but I personally believe that Adam was watching those animals figure out how to mate because those animals were being fruitful. They were multiplying, they were mating. And so Adam was probably watching, trying to figure those things out. How else would he have known what his body parts were made for? And so I am so sorry. Him and Eve, they had this opportunity to learn different positions. And so we might not be able to have sex with the animals, but we can have sex like the animals. We can learn different positions. We can study different positions. Do you know that there that there are some anointed writers out here who have written books about different positions that can help you figure out what works best for the for the way that your penis is made or what works best for the way your vagina is made? Because, you know, for the shape and for the elongation of it and for what size your body is, if you're if you're if you're a little plump, if you're a little thin, it There are people who are anointed and have written books to help you better understand what positions can work better for your body type so that you can get the ecstasy and the orgasms that you absolutely are looking for. Okay, so I would recommend getting some of those books. That's not dirty. That's not demonic. It's educational. There's nothing wrong with educating ourselves. A lot of the stuff that we're complaining about is because we're uneducated, okay? And he never restricted places. God never restricted where we could have sex. And I mention all the time that Adam and Eve didn't have a house. They didn't have any of that. They had the they had the herbs and, and the flowers and the ground and, and they had to do what was best for them. They had, was up against trees, whatever worked for them, okay? We should explore different places to have sex. I personally think that the bedroom should be the very last place that people should get to to have sex. I don't think that you should be having sex in the bed. I think that you should be having sex other places because from the time you were born, your parents never told you to get in the bed and have sex. They told you to get in the bed and go to sleep. So when you get in the bed, your body goes to this place of it's time to relax. And if your body is saying it's time to relax, it's not telling you it's time to perform and have some amazing sex. So I think you should have sex in other places if you have the opportunity to get on the floor, if you have the opportunity to get on the steps, if you have the opportunity to do it uh, 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 by the washing machine or outside or in your car or where it's safe. Do you know, make sure you're safe, you know, get some get some sex positions or some different sex cushions and to, to enhance the to enhance your sex. You don't necessarily need to do it in one place because when you do it in one place, it becomes routine. You know what's going to happen. It becomes boring. I want to encourage you change up the places. You're not restricted in that. You're also not restricted in accessories or different things that you can add. You can add, I want to say, don't add like food products like whipped cream and 
you know, those used to be okay, but they can lead to infections and we don't want no infections. God has created, allowed people to be creative, to, to create some products that you can use to safely, you can safely use to enjoy sex, to enhance sex, to make giving oral sex better, to making the, the orgasms more powerful, to making the sex last longer. There's different things that you can add to your bedroom playtime or to your sex time. And it's safe. It's not demonic. It's not dirty. Okay. And he did not restrict us from using our mouths. He never said we couldn't use our mouths with sex. He never said that. And so you can use your mouth. You can, yeah, you can use your mouth. I would say somebody told me that genitals were not created to be put in our mouths. And I responded and said, well, chicken was not made to be um, cut up and deep fried, but we figured out how to make chicken irresistible for those of us who enjoy fried chicken. And, and we seem to, that causes, you know, we love that. We figured out how to make that irresistible. And so we keep having a craving for it. Why can't we figure the same thing out when it comes to sex? Figure out ways to make it enjoyable. Enhance the oral sex. Everybody that I know enjoys oral sex. Figure out ways to make it good, okay? It's a, to make it better for you because he did not restrict it. And I want to suggest that you practice. Yep, this is going to sound weird, okay? But you, if you and your spouse agree on it, because whatever it is you two agree on, then it's okay. If you and your spouse agree on, you know what, I'm going to practice a little bit because, you know, not necessarily with the toy, but if that's what you guys agree on, that's between you and your spouse. But you can practice and look in the mirror and see how you look in doing certain positions and certain moves because you can't see it when you're doing it. And don't you want to look sexy? You don't want to be looking like a fool doing it. You, you know, you want to look sexy for your spouse, making sure that, you, you know, the movements are right and that you, you're still turning each other on through, during the act. Yes. Practice. Get in the mirror and practice. OK, I just wanted to come on today to tell you these are some ways that you can awaken love. You can di do different positions. You can try different places. You can include some different accessories and toys and supplements and things. You can have oral sex and you can practice. These are some ways that you can definitely awaken love in your marriage. You married now. You have freedoms. You have liberties. All, you don't have a bunch of restrictions. And God wants you to em enjoy sex. You want to enjoy sex. I want y'all to keep it hot and holy. Thanks so very much for listening to this podcast on awakening love and how to embrace some different freedoms. I want to encourage you to connect with me, contact me, join us on social media. And if nothing else, go to our website so you can learn about the upcoming marriage retreat. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful time. And whatever it is you do, make sure you keep it hot and holy. I'll talk to you next time.